welcome to Moments with Tata Tate. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope that you had a great week and I'm glad that you stopped by here to hear another podcast, an episode. We're actually going to be talking about self-love. That's right. You heard me correctly. Self-love. I think especially during these interesting times that we need to really begin to love ourselves and begin to really understand what is that? What is self-love? But before we move over into that topic, I still want to just do a check-in, make sure everybody's okay, that you're still washing your hands often, using your sanitizer, wearing your mask and social distancing. Please do that. The numbers are still rising. We know school school doors are now open and some of the schools have had to close. So come on, everybody, do your part, do your part. Let's try to do what it is that we know that we can do, even if we don't feel like that we're going to get the virus. However, there might be somebody out there whose immune system is very, very weak and you need to protect them. Okay. There again, like I've always said, if you don't do it for yourself, do it for Loretha, do it for your neighbors, do it for your friends, do it because it's the right thing to do. Okay. So let's do that. Okay. I appreciate you guys for always, uh, tuning in and always are, are willing and ready to just jump in with me and, and hanging in there. So I appreciate all of you. So let's talk about self-love. Now we know that a lot of people would like to say that self-love is something that the millennials brought in to existence and in actuality that is not correct. Self-love has been around since the ancient Greeks, right? Since 350 BC. They've been talking about that for a long, long time and actually can be traced back as far as Aristotle. So self-love has been around for a long, long, long time. One of the other things that people are always saying is that self-love makes you selfish, kind of make you narcissistic or even arrogant. That's not true. Let me help you out a little bit. Self-love makes you more positive more confident, more resilient. We all need it. We all need to have a little bit of self-love. And if, if I wanted to, if we tell the truth about it, narcissism and arrogance are both signs of a deep lack of self-confidence. Okay. So it's the total opposite of what people think that self-love truly is. A lot of times those people who are narcissistic and are very arrogant, they don't have any self-confidence or any self-acceptance acceptance of themselves or self-love. And understanding this, that self-love isn't about you ignoring other people's needs or becoming super obsessed with yourself, right? So it's not about that. And it's not about everything is about you. It's actually, it's to, it's to reflect the love you feel towards yourself. To actually help you get started, you know, here are Um, three ways that you can practice self-love. Always be aware of how you talk to yourself. So many times we get up and we're our own worst critic, right? We get up, we look in the mirror, we, you know, we're saying, oh, my hair doesn't look good or, oh my gosh, I need to lose weight. My fat face, uh, my face is fat. I don't understand what is going on. Oh my gosh, I've gained a little bit of weight here. We're, We're talking negative to ourselves. We have to Stop being our own worst critic. We need to really sit with ourselves and begin to look at the positive things about 
who we are and accept ourselves for who we are. Because otherwise, guess what? How in the world are you going to want someone else to love you when you don't even love yourself, right? Think about that. How are you going to ask somebody to love you and you don't even love yourself? A lot of times we walk around and we have a false self, we have a false sense of self-love and we're thinking we're loving ourselves because we're going to get our hair done, our nails done and things of that nature and getting a massage. That's not about self-love. It's actually how you truly feel about yourself. Are you treating your temple correctly? Are you putting the right foods in your body? Are you exercising? Are you taking care of you? right? So how can I truly love somebody and really try to pour into them when I'm really not even pouring into myself? It's something to think about. I really want you to reflect over this, if you will. As I have sat with many of clients over the seven plus years that I've been doing this, a lot of people have low self-esteem. They don't love who they are because they really don't know who they are. So that's why it's so imperative and so important for you to begin to love on yourself. Begin to embrace the word self-love. Stop looking in the mirror. Stop thinking about all the things that you don't love about yourself and begin to actually emphasize on the positive things that you love about you. And what you bring to a relationship, what you bring to this world, what you bring to your job, what you bring to your kids, what you bring to yourself, right? So begin to think about that just a little bit as opposed to always neglecting yourselves. And also too, most people who have a hard time with self-love are those people when you try to give them a compliment, oh, you look nice today. I really love that outfit. Oh girl, this old thing. Or better yet, my hair, oh my gosh, it looks a mess. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself some grace and say thank you. That's a part of really having self-love because it's so hard for a person who does not love themselves to receive a compliment with grace, right? So learn to receive those compliments with grace. So the next time somebody say, girl, you're looking good, just say thank you. Don't justify it. And we're all guilty of that at some point. However, we we have to move out of that realm of justifying everything that we do or justifying a compliment that somebody gives to you. So love on yourself. Love yourself only like you know that you can. And actually, you know, when we're talking about self-love, self-love is tied to self-esteem. You can look at some of the actual theories of psychologists psychologists or psychology, and they actually talk about self-love. It actually defines who you are. It actually helps help help you in understanding your own self-worth, your own value system. What is it that you value? Because if you don't value loving and loving yourself, how are you going to get into a relationship or any type of relationship, not just a spouse and just not just not just a spouse, but just a friendship. How are you going to be able to love somebody if you don't love yourself? Self-love, learn to love who you are. 
And always remember, self-love mean, means taking care of you. Stop always putting everybody before you, right? I, I get it. When you're in relationships, it's about it's about sharing and it's about actually putting other people before you, but not to the extent where it's going to not allow you to love yourself, where it's going to tear you down, where you're actually getting up every morning, not taking care of your skin, not taking care of what you're putting into your body. So that temple there again, you must take care of your temple. It's beginning to embrace who you are in all of your qualities, your flaws and all, beginning to learn to love who you are. And a lot of times you can't really love who you are. And I say that this earlier because you really don't know who you are. And I always tell people, when you don't know who you are, here I am, I'm going to tell you the truth. I am a faith person. I will stand on that. I won't change that for anybody. But go to the word. See who God says that you are and begin to incorporate those things into your everyday life. So learn who you are. Know what it is that you know your own shortcomings. Know what your strengths are. Know what your weaknesses are and begin to expound on that and begin to accept yourself for who you are. Not to say that you're not supposed to grow and continue to be better. That's what I want you to do. But just know who you are. So if somebody say that you're selfish, you know if you're selfish or not. So don't, don't, don't find that strange if somebody told you that you're selfish and you know you're selfish. Because knowing who you are is knowing those characteristics of who you are. So it's not anything deep. It's just knowing, it's knowing rather than I'm a petty person, I'm a person that encourages other people, rather not I'm a nurturer, rather not I'm a provider, things of that nature, just knowing who you are. Self-love is about showing the world that you love yourself, right? When people meet you, they should know that you love yourself based on how you talk about how you how you talk, how you present yourself. Because if you're coming to somebody in actuality, your hair is not combed, your clothes are looking all shabby, your clothes aren't ironed, or you don't present yourself in such a way, they're thinking, how can you tell me anything about me when you don't seem to value who you are? And I know I'm probably skating on thin ice here because some people like that look of, I just got out of the bed, but honestly and truly do you really love yourself if you can just get up and roll right out of bed and roll right into the grocery store love yourself right it's not about caring about what other people say but you want to show the world that I love me flaws and all and also to just believing in yourself and I think people get it confused they think that in order to show that I have self-love, it's like how many selfies I can take of myself and post them out on social media. That means that I love myself. No, actually it does not. What that means to me is that you've taken one moment in time, taken a picture of yourself, and you've posted that to the world for them to get a false sense of you're loving yourself and that you're living your best life. We all know. People are only going to post 
what they want you to see and what they want you to know about who they are, right? Or their perception of who they think they are instead of really truly spending time with themselves and understanding who they are and really beginning to love love themselves love love themselves just truly having self-love hmm do you love yourself what's your definition of self-love what does that look like for you kind of really want you to think about that have you truly been loving yourself or have you really been trying to prove to the world that you love yourself but when the doors are closed and you're sitting on your bed and you're all alone do you really love yourself let's not even use the word love do you even like yourself Hmm. it's just something to think about Do you love yourself? I found this quote online and it says, self-love is not selfish. You cannot truly love another until you know how to love yourself. The author is unknown. I thought that quote was quite profound and I talked about that earlier. How in the world are you going to be able to truly love somebody else? if you don't love you. I told you before that I have a strong faith and belief system and I know that God loves me and if God loves me, then surely the goodness, I should love myself. So don't ever feel like you are alone and that you're unable to make it through the day. And sometimes when you even look in the mirror, you get disgusted with yourself because you don't even know who you're looking at. Maybe it's based on your actions. Maybe it's based on what it is that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Maybe you're talking to your spouse in a way that's not pleasing. Or maybe you're treating your kids in a way that's really not fair. Or maybe you feel like you're trying to control situations and control things that you gotta control your spouse, or you gotta control your kids, or you gotta be the controller on your job if you're over people. Because truly at the end of the day, you don't like who you are. Nevertheless, you don't even love you. You don't even have self-love. People who have self-love are compassionate people. People who have self-love are people who are forgiving. They're people who don't feel like they have to dictate to other people, however, relate to other people. You can still manage a group of people without just dictating to them all of the time or making them feel less than. And a lot of times when you run into managers or people like this, they don't love themselves themselves. They don't even know what self-love looks like. And maybe you grew up in a home in which you didn't see love. Maybe you didn't get to hear, I love you. Maybe you didn't get to feel the warmth of a hug. Maybe you didn't get to feel the warmth of a voice to say, it's gonna be all right. 
Maybe you didn't get to hear those words to say that you can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. For one, I love you. I'll support you. And I got your back. I'm with you. Maybe you didn't hear that growing up. I don't know what your story is. I don't know what you've walked through. I don't know what you've experienced. But please begin to learn to love you. Walls and all. Work on you. It's not a selfish movement movement at all. It isn't. Because there again, if you begin to love on you, then it's easier to love others. It's easier to love that mate that you think is unlovable. It's easier to love on those kids that get on your nerves, especially during this time. And right now, my heart goes out to a lot of parents who now have to begin to put that dual hat back on. They have to be mother. They have to be a teacher. They have to be the cafeteria cafeteria person. They have to be activities person. They have to be all of these things. All of, I can only imagine the stress, the anxiety, the uneasiness that parents having to deal with teaching their kids at home. And maybe you feel like you don't have the skill set to even teach your kids virtually. All I can say is reach out to those teachers. Ask them for some assistance. Ask them for some help. What is it that I can do? Because this is not my strong suit. And I want to make sure that little Johnny or little Susie is getting what it is that they need. I don't want them to fall behind. And understand this, you are not alone. Rather it's, rather it's the, the father or rather it's the mother or rather not you're tag teaming and working through this. I'm sure there, there is a community of people out there that are experiencing the same thing that you are. What I've noticed that some people are doing, they're actually hooking up with other people in the community and they're actually taking their kids to one parent's house for the week or for a couple of days and then switching back. But of course, making sure that they're social distancing, that they're washing their hands often, and that they are sanitizing often as well too, using the hand sanitizer. So there's many things that you can do. You can also get a coach. When I say coach, somebody who can help, a teacher's coach, if you will, somebody to kind of help you navigate through some of the problems and some of the situations that, that comes up in school that you don't even begin to understand. Because I know a lot of parents are actually working from home. And the best thing that I can say for that situation, I don't know how we got here, but okay, I'm gonna flow with it. Make sure that you set a schedule for your kids. Make sure that they get up every morning, they take a shower, they have breakfast, and they have a designated space in order to work. Because if you don't do that, if they're working sitting in their bed and then they sleep there, they talk to their friends in that same area, then the lines get blurred. So find a designated space so that they can actually work and make sure you have a schedule, a time for them to have lunch, a time for them to be able to even go outside for 30 minutes or so to get some vitamin D. 
an opportunity for them to pause and to breathe. Be intentional about what it is that you're doing. I'm sure somebody needed to hear that. That wasn't part of what I was going to talk about today because I'm talking about self-love. But understand this, that self-love is the key for mental health and well-being. What it actually does, it actually helps to keep depression and anxiety at a distance. Because if you don't love yourself, then the things that you're hearing through your ear gates or what's on TV or what's on social media or what are your friends calling telling you, you're carrying all of that stuff and you don't know how to release it because you don't know how to set boundaries. Because self-love is about setting boundaries, right? And sometimes we have to be able to set boundaries for ourselves to say, I'm only going to spend 20 minutes or an hour on social media a day. Maybe that's it. And then in some cases, I'm only going to watch the news every other day as opposed to watching it all day. Because as, as we begin to listen to these type of things, it gets into our spirit and it begins to weigh us down. You know, all of the social injustice that's going on, all of the things that's going on with this next election, right? There's so much drama with that. Please get out and vote. Your vote counts. You can't complain if you don't vote. I was on a tangent there, but let me bring it all back. Don't allow those things to just absorb you and you don't find time for yourself. Like I've always said, take time to pause, to breathe, take time to exercise, make sure you're feeding your temple what it needs, make sure you're taking care of your body, make sure you're doing the things that you need to do in order to be be successful, in order to show self-love and compassion for yourself, okay? I want you guys to give yourself some grace during this season. And even with those kids and you doing virtual learning and you're now the teacher again, give yourself some grace. If you don't understand something, take a pause. Go Google it. There again, there's a community of people out there who are experiencing the same things as you are. Don't do it alone. Remember this. Love yourself. And always remember that Loretha loves you. If there's other content that you would like to talk about, reach out to me at talk, T-A-L-K, the number two, Tate, T-A-T-E, at outlook.com. I'll be more than happy to talk about those topics. I'm actually really thinking about talking about wellness and a different perspective far as the different vitamins that you can take, what you're eating, the nutrition, and also getting out there and exercising. So I'm thinking about getting someone in here that I can kind of interview and they can kind of tell you, here's some things that you can do during this season and actually going forward, keep it a part of your daily routine so you can feel better about who you are because mental health is about feeding your your mind, your body, and your soul, okay? Your mind, body, and soul. Your mind, body, and soul. So I'm thinking about doing that. Let me know if that's something that you're interested in doing. 
I look forward to hearing from you guys. Remember, I love you. Take care of yourselves. And don't forget to swing back by here on next Friday. Looking forward to it. And always take time out for you. Moments with Talk to Tate. I'm out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you.